0: I mean, one of the things we talk about is out-behaviour, and we believe in investing the companies that out-behave, i.e. behave in the right way, will also outperform. So if you look at the way the world is going, people are starting to become much more aware of of the environment, uh, and they're starting to look at how their pension funds and money is invested. B2B
1: has the potential to be electrifying. But the industry is paralysed by a culture of conservatism, scared stiff in a straitjacket of rational ideas.
2: It's time for change. It's time to make B2B marketing visceral. Join us
1: as we uncover and explore the truth with leading B2B marketers.
2: This is B2B Marketing, the Provocative Truth. Welcome to B2B Marketing, the Provocative Truth. I'm Richard.
1: And I'm Benedict. Benedict.
2: And today we've got the brilliant Adrian Coxon here. Adrian, welcome to B2B Marketing: The Provocative Truth. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. It's lovely to be here. Would you uh, like to give the audience a very quick intro into yourself and where you've come from?
0: Yeah, my name is uh, Adrian Coxon. I am the brand and marketing director at Octopus. Um, So the Octopus Group, um, you probably will have heard of it from Octopus Energy, which is one of our spin offs. I'm actually on the Octopus Investment side. So we're predominantly a B2B marketer. Um, We are looking at attracting um, financial advisors and institutional investors to invest in our products. We've got a full suite of products from quoted funds all the way through to venture capital trusts through to institutional investment and renewables projects. Um, As part of our group we've we've, we've built 40% of the renewable energy in the UK Uh, so that's the energy and renewable side of the business. Um, And I've got a history in marketing so I've I've come through into Octopus uh, with about 30 years experience originally in media and then across a lot of fintech uh, startup companies. Uh, I've also done a lot of consultancy with um, EdTech, uh, DTC, customer brands as well uh, as the fintech space.
1: Excellent. And I think that your background, especially in Octopus and what you're just talking about there in terms of renewable energy contribution means you're very well placed to tackle the provocative truth today, which is B Corp doesn't mean shit for B2B. Now, that's quite a provocative position. And we definitely know that B Corp is very, very important. But from a B2B marketing perspective, <laughs> do you agree with that? Um, yeah, it's interesting because I think the B Corp is a powerful badge. Um,
0: and obviously, it's, it's also a hard thing to have. It's a hard thing to get. And, and what you'll find is that um, a lot of companies that have B Corp are retail, direct-to-retail-facing companies. So they'll be selling uh, you know, goods direct to customers. And it's a customer-recognized badge so not many people in the financial space in our space have bothered to get a b corp because mm. it's not really seen as 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 you say it's not it's not a great sell on the b2b talking to advisors and institutional investors they have their own measure of looking at responsible investment and they have their own measures uh, to to analyze if the funds and the, and the products we put together fit their remit and b corp doesn't really register on that so I'd say in one way, you're right, the, the B2B isn't necessarily... Uh, sorry, the B cup isn't necessarily a B2B cell. But one of the things with the reasons we've got the B Corp is A, to prove we mean it, mm. which Octopus Group we do, we really do mean that uh, you know, we're trying to change the world uh, and, and invest in the people, the ideas and the industries that are going to help achieve that. Uh, but but also the way we see it in terms of its marketing potential is it's the B2B2C. To to the end customers who will end up investing in our products through the advisors or through the institutional firms and into pensions, they recognize B Corp as being a badge mm. that, that that shows them that the company they're investing in is tr- is trying to do something different or trying to be good. So yeah, I think on the B two B side, maybe you're right. It doesn't really mean a lot. Mm. But I think in, if you're looking at the end cell, then
1: I think yeah, the B Corp badge has a lot of value for mm. for, uh, for the company. And do you think that's sort of specific to the the world that you're operating, which is, I you mean, know, the financial investment sort of like world for you know one of a, one of a shorthand. Do you think in other B two B environments that the B two B buyer or the B two B buying organisation Are increasingly putting priority on B Corp status or is it still really something which is only the consumer cares about or in this instance you talked about the the C at the end of your B2B to C.
0: yeah I I think it's hard because because the the space we're in the financial space Mm. they have their own metrics for measuring um, the the, the responsible investment Mm. um, uh, uh, in in terms of it so if if we want to create a fund for example and sell that to a pension Uh, So it could be a renewables fund, it Mm. could be wind farms, it it could be uh, affordable housing and we want to raise money into that sector. When we go to that pension fund, they'll do their own due diligence Mm. and and they won't look at B Corp. They'll have their own measures and box tickings, quite big forms we have Mm. to fill out to prove that the funds are going to deliver what we say they're going to deliver. So I think the financial industry is very regulated, I think for other B2B industries I think the B Corp logo probably has a little bit more weight because they mm. probably haven't got as definitive a measure on their side. So I think if you're buying software for someone as a B2B sell and that company you're buying from is B Corp, I, th- I think it carries a little bit of weight because how else would you measure as a software firm your impact and, and, and your kind of ability to impact change as well as whatever the product mm. you're selling is. So I think it does work. I think in in, my, in our sector, it's the b 2 b to c yeah but i think yeah for other b2b marketers it does have weight because it is recognised uh, and at the end of the day the, the people who are you know the it director for example buying that software mm. he's still a consumer retail mm. consumer he's still probably buying Stuff from B Corp brands, he's probably buying stuff. Uh, you know, there's Abel and Cole, is one of the B Corps I use. Mm. Uh, I've got Vivo barefoot running shoes, a B Corps so I buy from a B Corp. Yeah. So, uh, you know, even though my professional brain and hat on, I still will recognize that as, as a mark yeah. of, of something.
1: Yeah, and I think that, that's, that's interesting because I was, as you were talking there, right, I was sort of thinking about, you know, would it be driven by the the, the buyer who is bringing their own sort of personal self to work and has those particular sort of you know ethical standards and interests or is it actually more the procurement team who have stipulated that due to our CSR responsibilities we must only be working with sort of B Corp companies so you think it's more the attraction of a B Corp within a b2b sense would be from the buyer acting as a as an individual and being motivated by by their own sort of principles i mean i think it can be two
0: ways mm. i mean in our instance we, we have to prove our funds are ethical yeah. That that's and and the b court badge doesn't help us do that so mm. i think you'll find similarly people will want to do business more and more with other companies who are behaving in the right way um i mean one of the things we talk about is out behavior Uh, And we believe in investing, the companies that out-behave, i.e. behave in the right way, will also Mm. outperform. So if you look at the way the world is going, people are starting to become much more aware of of the environment uh, and they're starting to look at how their pension funds and money is invested. And they don't want to be investing in your traditional oil stocks uh, mm-hmm. and tobacco stocks, which have been the mainstay of a lot of people's investments and in pension funds for years. So we believe the money is going to come out of those places and it's going to look for a home. And we think that home will be will come to companies such as Octopus, where we're spending the money directly to have a positive mm-hmm. impact on the planet. So. Yeah, I I, 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 think that it it works in in those in, in those two ways. The cup is a badge that shows people you're doing that, but I think it's actually underneath that it's how that company really does behave. Mm-hmm. Because all the B Corp is is a measure and uh, and, it, and it's not a kind of fixed thing. Every year we get we get reassessed on B Corp. Yep. So currently our score started at around 87 and now it's above 100. And every year we're trying to increase our score and get better and better to make mm-hmm. our business more and more sustainable. So I think companies, it won't just be the badge, I think yep. consumers and businesses are clever enough to go behind the B Corp and actually start to look at how those companies are really behaving and what they're doing to improve that, their score.
2: And that, that's an interesting point because you just alluded to the fact there that, you know, it is an ever ongoing process, right, to continue to be a B Corp. But I think that a misconception is once you are a B Corp, it's, that's kind of it. It's a box t- ticked. In your opinion, what are the other misconceptions about being a B Corp in the... You know, wider marketplace, whether that be B two C or B two B. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. I think
0: the, the the B Corp badge originally, I think, was quite novel, and the, and the firms that did it and got them stood out. I think, and I and I, I believe the B Corp in terms of what it's trying to prove, and I think it's a really great thing that that people should strive to measure their mm. impacts on the on on the society, on the societal, and the stakeholders, on the environment, and the other eight measures that that are part of that B Corp. And the f- the way they've set it up that people should strive to become better at it, but there there is a little bit of a risk that the B Corp badge can become diluted at, at, at the same time. Um, so, for example, if you look at companies that have been criticised uh, in the media, companies like Nescafe are a B Corp, but you actually look at them and their environmental impacts pretty horrific because by default they're kind of disposable aluminium mm. bits of. You know it's not a kind of sustainable business really so so i think it can kind of work both ways I, I i think it's still a good measure but you can't it can't be the only thing you do is what i think so it has value it has a value but it can't be the only value that you that you you use if you're talking about being a responsible business it's part of your makeup but it's not
1: the whole thing and do you think it's lost some of its prestige then you know with you know you just use nescafe as a great example they've got that badge but actually, they have been, you know, pilloried um, probably a few years ago, but in, in the press for some of their sort of like behaviours. I think it still has value. But it's like with any with any label, I think you know, consumers
0: probably need to do a little bit of digging. And, and as a marketer, your job is also to bring that to life. So you know, it's like a bit like the greenwashing. Mm. It's a bit like the ESG investing that originally was was seen as a really positive thing. But as people have digged, dug into it again, they've realised there's a lot of greenwashing. When you've got a company like BlackRock who are at, you know at the, at the forefront of the ESG investment trend, and and you've got Larry Fink and people talking about ESG when you actually look at what the company investing in, it's, not, it's nothing to do with ESG. They're still investing trillions of pounds into petrochemical industry and exploring for new sources of, mm. uh, of petrol. And I, I think there's a cynicism there that, that the consumers uh, are, have, have seen those badges applied as a good thing, and then when they've unpicked it, they've seen that it's not actually yeah. what we think it is. I don't think that's the same with B Corp. I Actually, think B Corp is a different kind of measure. Mm and because it's not a fixed thing it's, a, it's it's a striving to do better and improve i think it's a different thing but as as a as, as a kind of body the b Corp body has to protect itself yeah in terms of who it's giving those badges to and stipulating they should be able to take them away or that i think that maybe there could be a conversation that you know you have to keep improving to maintain mm-hmm. um so yeah but there is a risk though that consumers You become blind to Mm. to that green wash effect. And, you know, currently I don't think they have, but that's something the B Corp, um, uh, you know, the B Corp uh, industry needs to be careful. And and all of us who are B Corp need to be thinking about our our behaviors around what we do Mm. to to show consumers we mean it. Mm -hmm. And that's going back to the out behaviour it's not about the badge. it's about how you behave every day to your customers, to your clients, to the products you make, and you're striving to make those those relationships and products better for the environment and society.
2: And um, obviously it's quite a pertinent time to be speaking about this, so there's about 5,000 companies that are registered B Corps around the world at the moment. Uh, It's obviously significantly increasing year on year. And you obviously mentioned earlier about the role that marketing plays when it comes to being a, a B Corp. We're obviously on a marketing show. We've got marketers listening to this. How has it aided you as a marketer being a B Corp? Well, I think, you know,
0: it's, it's hard to, you know, I think as a label, B Corp is something we put across all our marketing. It's something we talk about, it's something we're proud to, to be. we're 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 slightly unique because in our space the financial space we're one of the few companies who, who are a b corp and a lot of what B Corp talks to is is how we behave as a company to our employees, to our customers, looking at our own carbon footprint. And one of the things we're doing is we're digging deep from looking at the supply chain uh, and all the people we deal with and trying to push them to become either a B Corp directly and showing them this is how we did it. We can help you become a B Corp too. This is the journey and we'll help you on it. Or just pushing them to say, we don't want to work with you unless you're, you're, you're showing you that you're cleaning up your side of the business too. Um, and so as a marketer, I think it's a, we're, we're storytellers. So I think it's how we tell that story and that we tell the B Corp, we use the badge, but we also tell the story behind how we became a B Corp, the effort we put in to be a B Corp, the effort we're putting in to, be, to getting our score higher and higher on the B Corp and using our financial clout to push mm. the, our suppliers and the people we work with around us to become better as well and and that that's the marketing story and if you tell that story well then then i think people get on board with what you're trying to achieve and as i say before it's, it's that out behavior and in everything we do we're trying to out behave and that's across everything all, all the relationships that we have as a business
1: and and do you feel that it's only by having the beak up that you're able to tell some of those stories as a marketer you know that's an, that's an, an essential ingredient to or the sorry an essential permission if you like to tell that sort of story around driving sustainability. I think we're lucky as a business because you know, because we were one of the first in the
0: UK to go into the well, to invest heavily in the renewable space. Mm. I, I and I think we've already had that authentic voice. I think what it does is i think the b corp it, it because it's so well recognized I, th- I think it kind of cuts through a lot of cluster mm. it
2: adds gravitas and it adds yeah, mm. it
0: adds, it adds it's, it's a stamp it's a nice it's a, it's a nice badge it's a simple way the story is quite hard when you try and get back into it that who we are what we do the way we behave I think yeah, the B Corp badge is—it's an instant recognition. It's mm. on our email signatures. It's on our websites. We call it out mm. uh, everywhere because I think it, it's the—I it, think it's, it's the first step in for people going. I'm dealing with an ethical mm. business, but I don't think it stops there as a marketer.
2: Yeah, mm. but I—I I, I would say to, to your point, Benny. Uh, how many marketers and how many companies you see talking about their sustainable efforts? You know their ethical practices. Um, you know companies have to do that to tell a story to their mm. target audience, whether they're a B Corp or not. I think the point that we, I think we're getting across here today is the B Corp logo and, and the process gives you more gravitas and uh, backs up that story, but it shouldn't ever. Stop marketers from telling a story, especially given there aren't that many large organisations with the B Corp certification, and there are every company talks about their sustainability uh, angles or their ethical practices internally. You know where does it start and stop? Um. Don't know. No. <laughs> no, but no, the, the, point, the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is the question was. Does does that hamper you being able to talk talk to your your market about certain things you do? Well, it obviously doesn't because everyone's marketing.
1: Yeah, the point was I was making is that is that a key part of. Permission to talk about that because you're right so many people do talk about that and there isn't necessarily the substance You know from a market's perspective actually is having that B Corp the real authenticity to use your word and permission to Tell that sustainability story and, and I
0: think you're right yeah. with that I, I think what the B Corp does is give you a chance to have that conversation mm. I, th- I think it opens up you up to the conversation and um, you know, as you say, every companies out there. Everyone's mm. got a mission now. Everyone's got a mission statement. I can't. Mm. I can't remember. Was, was, There's was some brand. I can't remember what they do. But they, they just do some like milkshakes. But they've got a mission statement around milkshakes. Mm. It's, I don't really care. I just make really great milkshake. Part part of me as a consumer as well just wants to have great products, mm. and, and it doesn't have to. You know, it doesn't have to have an amazing founder story behind mm. it if you make the best milkshakes on the planet, that's, I'm kind of interested in, in drinking those milkshakes. I'd love it even more if they're ethical and sustainable yeah. and those other things as well. And, I'd pro- and would I buy that milkshake over another milkshake because of that? Yeah, if, I think yeah. I might do, yeah. But, but I, th- I, I think you know th- that's where the greenwashing thing is, is quite hard because everyone is talking so much about those the, you know, being green, being ethical, mm. being mission-driven, being mission-statement. And I think companies actually managed to get to a B Corp in there's, there's thousands now, but it's still a hard thing. It's a lot of effort to do to, to get a B Corp. It's a yeah. lot of work. It takes yeah. a lot more work than you think. And I think if a company's actually gone through the effort, it probably shows a bit more authenticity yeah. rather yeah, than just, just, you know,
1: create a, a
0: creator myth that you see a lot of the time.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's something of substance to talk about, whereas really, I mean, we're talking about everyone talking about sustainability It has become table stakes. And if that has become so generic, which is what table stakes ends up, you need to have that point of difference. And B Corp obviously does provide that. Well, one thing that I'm sort of interested in is that clearly B Corp and the, the work that Octopus have been doing like, is I mean, it's interesting in itself and it's, you know, it's fantastic and it's absolutely sort of plaudible. But be, almost because you're doing such great stuff as a company, do you ever find yourself falling into the trap of talking too much about what Octopus are doing? rather than necessarily sort of flipping it on its head and taking that sort of audience first approach and talking to the audience in their language about what they might be facing and helping them with whatever their sort of problems are. Did you see the sort of the balance that I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, and I, I think one of the things that we're trying to do is, you know, I mean we talk about our products a lot because ultimately mm. people buy products yeah. so d- does the product do what the product says it's meant to do mm. and I think with the B2B that's what people care about whether whether they're buying an investment product or a piece of software does this kit work you know you're not going to buy a bit of kit that doesn't work cuz it's got a b Corp attached to it so a lot of our marketing and products selling is it, it, it's not really based around B Corp it's based around the what we do what mm. we create and we're very good at that So our products are very Mm. good and we'll sell them on on the benefits of the products themselves. I I think, um, uh, so uh, so, so for us, I think the, the B Corp is more about I mean, I mean, one of the ways it's helped us actually, the the, the biggest way it's helped us is, is in recruitment. Mm. So that's an area where we've seen that B Corp badge and, and that responsible, that, that message there actually is very good at attracting people to come and work for us because they're the ones who will research the company and find out what we're really about. And everyone I've interviewed, I've had a kind of rebuild of the marketing mm. team over the last year pretty much everyone i've interviewed has mentioned the b corp and 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 that kind of stance we take as being integral to why they want to come and yeah. work at octopus so and that's the thing about the b corp is across all stakeholders mm. it, it kind of covers the whole gamut mm. as well
1: it's, it's interesting when we, we often it often ends up this way when we sort of talk around sort of the, the role of marketing is that that recruitment aspect to it and actually having a talent market as a sort of a key audience is just increasingly increasingly important and that sort of responsibility for marketing as opposed to say for instance traditionally hr to generate that employee brand and to provide that sort of attraction of his is absolutely key um i'm just, this isn't this is more just actually a, a point of question i'm just i'm just interested because i'm really interested to know the answer in terms of maintaining that b corp status And as you say, you're assessed on a year-by-year basis and it's against a whole range of different criteria. What what are the criteria which marketing specifically is responsible for? So what is almost the contribution that marketing is making to achieve that B Corp status? Well, yeah, I think it's...
0: um it, if you look at the actual b corp rating not, not i mean apart from you don't lie basically and you 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 you're behaving ethically yeah a lot of the rating doesn't really fall under marketing so mm-hmm. it's not as though marketing are, are integral to getting the b corp rating um it's a marketing tool at the end of the day but mm. but the things you have to prove is is you know it's a, you know it's around um uh, you're you're just about measuring your 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 impact, environmental yeah. impact. It's about your societal change in terms of the, how you treat the people who work for you. Uh, 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 so it's it's not really a mar- a measure of your marketing if uh, uh, goodness, no. if you like.
1: But is there an aspect where marketing are helping drive the conversation and pushing the agenda? I mean, you talked about in terms of that societal impact, how you're treating sort of your workforce, how you're expressing your sort of. Uh, Well, how the company's role within society and that increasingly is falling within not solely marketing's remit, But marketing absolutely have a representation in trying to sort of shape that Is that something that you have experienced and and see as a sort of
0: yeah? I I think no, it kind of goes back to you. It comes away from B Corp It goes Mm. back to out behaving and you know, one of the things we do is we're very vocal about about how we out behave um, so, you know, and how our products out behave. So, you know, obviously we, we what we're trying to do the currently is, is, is we call it the the future generation. Um, and we produce a future generation report every year and we've got future generation funds. And what we're, we're actively trying to make sure that everything going forward, everything Octopus invests in has an impact across three themes. It's either got to be sustainability, uh, it's got to be uh, across, um, across health, it's across societal and, and you know the societal is obviously sustainability mm. is obviously the health is because we we invest a lot of vc startups and that health tech piece is a, is a part mm. where we see we can really impact society so you know we talk a lot about how how we're impacting of octopus energy and octopus renewables on on the uh, and on, on the on the sustainability side obviously so we've got a very very loud voice over there in terms of health tech we invest a lot of health tech as well but the health tech stretches as well so we, we we're investing in say a lot of things we're investing our money in is is old people's homes so there's a demographic shift at the moment people are becoming older and and, they, and you know when the you know, the ideas we have is that societal shift is creating an opportunity that's why mm. and the opportunity is to look after old people better if you've ever seen an old people's home it's not very nice mm. <laughs> So what we're trying to do is create communities for people, who, so they don't move in to end of life. You move in and you can, have, you know, these, you're, you're amongst like-minded people. You, you know, you've got cinemas, you've got events, you get, you, really, you have a really active oh, later nice. life, so you, you can join in. Um, <laughs> and, and and also then the people that the hope, the hope is there, then it frees up the, the housing stock for the people who come behind. Mm. So we're we're constantly telling those kind of stories, you know, and, uh, uh, around how the products we're producing and the things we are doing are having positive benefits across the board.
2: But I think I think that's an answer to the question itself is, it, you answered it earlier as well, as around marketing's role is to articulate the importance of being a B Corp to the market by using it as one of the tools in its armoury to tell its story. You know, obviously the role of marketing within an organisation is to package up a story, um, for your target audiences, right? And the way that I think you've just explained it. Is the one thing I really like about the, the idea of a B Corp is without knowing it, it's giving people a, um, a decision-making matrix within an organisation. So whether you're in finance or you're the CEO or even in marketing, you are subconsciously making decisions on the back of the fact that you are a B Corp how does this reflect us in the market for example and that should be reflected in the story that you tell the market would you say that you've encountered that as a marketeer when you've tried to articulate your story you've thought seriously about how that story reflects on you being a B corp
0: yeah and I, I think it kind of links back up to the, the kind of people we attract we, we are attracting people who for them, that kind of B Corp or, or a company that does good, they want to work there. It's important to them. So they're, the people we're employing are thinking this way. And so when they're, when they're building products, when they're marketing, when the HR people engaging with people, I think it just is nat- native, it becomes in the back of your mind. That's who <clears> we are. This is how we behave. This is the kind of way we behave and we should always be thinking about. How how you know, beyond just making money as an investment business, basically, I think you know you attract people in who think like that, and then day to day how how they act, that's part of it. You know, uh, be bold, be helpful, be straightforward are three of our of our values in the company. That's our three values, and and I think that also we, we're also trying to bring that the B Corp and the future generation themes to the front of everything we do everything we do implicitly should have a positive impact and it goes into the marketing as well it goes into the way we behave as a marketer as well you know, I would never, you know, in terms of what would I sponsor as events? Yeah, You start exactly. to open the question, mm. would I, would I go and sponsor the golf tournament in uh, Saudi Arabia? No, I wouldn't. But it's pre-selecting.
2: That's my point is, yeah. you know, you've already got a pre-selecting list of criteria as to what you will and won't do that other companies might not have.
0: Yeah, I think, I think uh, uh, not necessarily pre-existing criteria, but we measure everything against uh, that, that kind of, it, is it the B Corp? Is it the out behaving? Mm. Is it the future gen? We, we have a lot of checks in place to make sure that when we do things, we're doing the right thing. Yeah. And as a company, we do do the right thing. We, we, we don't do bad things, if you like. Um, and the, the reason we do that is twofold. One, that you know, we actually believe that by behaving like that, we will perform better mm-hmm. for our clients. And as a business, I, you know, our clients will make more money because we are investing in old people's homes. We're investing in health tech. These are industries that we believe are going to vi- revitalize mm. the economy we're going to employ people and i think they're going to be great investments as mm. well so it, it's it's not s- selfless it's done in a selfish way yeah. as well so we fundamentally believe that, and, and that ethos dry, it does feed into everything we do.
1: No, no, definitely. I think it's. I mean, you could look at it one way in terms of it's a checklist or a framework, but actually, just like hearing you talk there, what it really provides is clearly everybody that works there um, has been I suppose pre selected as you talk about to share those sort of like common values, but but more so once you've actually got those people together. It gives that sort of that focus and the discipline, you know, across the whole of the business in terms of operating, whether you're working within a sales part, whether you're working in product development, whether you're working in marketing, as you say. So for me, listening to that, it's almost that B Corp is a fantastic sort of unifying sort of like feature, if you like, for a company. And if you have a unified company, you're going to have a higher performing company as well. So there are a number of different sort of like very, very fortuitous byproducts, if you like, of, of being B Corp as well.
0: Yeah I think I think there are and I think you know I think you're right one of the reasons we, we wanted B corp status was because we wanted to to, to showcase and show to people mm. that, that that's how we this is what we behave this is how we mm. behave this is what we do and it is it's a badge that it, that people recognize as being that mm. but I, you know I also think uh, you know beyond the B corp I think there's a there's a job for us to do in educating people that the way you behave is really important uh, and you know not just as a business, just as you behave in, yeah. uh, across the board. And, you know, and I think that that behaving well in all situations, you know, I, I, I think across, the, you know, across more than business, more societal, more personal, they're the kind of traits I think, you know, we want to push across, you know, wider mm. society. And I think if you can show that being you know, the good people win in effect, I think that's that. That will positively change mm. things on a wider level. You know, there's there's a perception, definitely in the financial markets, when you look at the people who make the money and how they make the money, it's a bit it's a bit of a dark horse there. So mm. you know, it, people see rich as you almost like to be rich, you have maybe you've had to do something wrong. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> we don't believe that we think you can do rich by become rich by doing really good things but by, yeah. by, by, by things that massively impact positively on society rather than negatively you know and and I think yeah, there's, there's a wider thing there's a wider ethos there it's beyond the b corp it, it, it's a it's a state of, of of kind of change the way people think you know it, you can you you can be good and and win winners can you know you can be a good good winning
1: yeah and that's a fantastic story potentially to be telling as a marketer um that you know they the, the two aren't necessarily incompatible and there is this this way of you know doing good and also being successful at the same time yeah, yeah it's a really rich stories clearly that you guys have got the, the opportunity of telling yeah and and, and also we you know it's it, it, it,
0: it, it we think it's true if you look mm. at octopus energy uh, for example, you know that that was um, we were in the renewables business originally. We were in the ventures business as well, and we there's a company called Kraken, and they do yeah. they, they in effect are kind of a smart grid software company. So how you move energy around the grid, making it more efficient. So we we kind of produce the energy over here. We had the smart grid technology yeah. over there. We're an entrepreneurial business. We lump it together. We we create Octopus Energy. Octopus Energy. We then go and say, well we can just sell this direct to consumers and offer better service and offer better products to them. So as a business, you can start if you start to think in the right ways, you can see how that facilitates societal change, you know, so and makes money because now Octopus something I that I can't remember the last count is probably a four, you know, four billion plus uh, valued business. Mm. So. So it, it, it's real. We just got to persuade the rest of the world that this is the way we need to behave.
2: You, you can know? be good and make money. Yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah. And I think that a uh, final question from me before we get on to the, the final final question uh, is um, f- from a marketing standpoint. Obviously, there's going to be people listening to this where their businesses might be on the way to becoming a B Corp, uh, or they might even be already a B Corp or considering it. Would have you got any advice that you can give marketers? in those roles that you think would be, you know, worthwhile telling them after your experiences over the last couple of years? Yeah,
0: I, mean, I, I think, you know, as a marketer, you want all the tools you can get, you know. Can you can you offer discounts? You know, what offers can we do? Mm. It, 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 as a marketer, you're also looking to see the triggers that you can use. If you're a marketer in a business and your business is looking at B Corp and, and trying to assess whether it's worth it or not, I think one of the things you you should be thinking about is your internal stakeholders and educating them on on the value of what that badge can do for you as marketing, but also the process of becoming a B Corp, how that lets you assess your business as a whole and and and, and allows you as a business to become better as well. So uh, I, I think you know, as a marketer, yeah, you, you should be you should be pushing your your, your own companies towards being better mm. performing better uh, behaving better and you know b court for me is it's it, it, it's not it's not an easy win but it's definitely adds value to, to that uh to that
1: conversation story no 100 I, I would agree and i think just in terms of having listened to you know this conversation over the past sort of 30 minutes or so it's like you know Clearly, there is a direct benefit to to marketing. It gives you a real richness in terms of the stories you can tell. And also, it is a credential um, that potentially, if it's not opening the door itself, it's certainly helping the door open that little bit wider. But for me, the big takeout is like, that, as we talked earlier, that sort of that focus and discipline and sort of unifying sort of nature of being B Corp for the wider organisation and how it can get everybody in every department all just working towards that sort of one common goal.
0: Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. actually. I think it's a very powerful internal tool mm. as well. And, and one of our, my audiences is our internal stakeholders, yeah. the people who work there. You know, they, they are an audience now.
2: So we've had a great conversation today around uh, the importance of being a B Corp and the role that it plays in modern marketing. In your opinion, this is the last question, uh, in your opinion, do you think being a B Corp actually could be prohibitive in marketing, Really, creating really creative marketing?
0: I think it opens the door, actually, because I think if, if you're authentic, and you do out behave, and that mm. B Corp, and you're telling those authentic stories. I think that gives you quite a, quite a good creative freedom to to play in it, and be quite aggressive, if you like, creatively in that space. Because I think if you if people already understand that you're a brand that 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 behaves well and is doing the right thing, it allows you to be quite edgy. I think in your marketing. Uh, and allows you to push the boundaries out. I think people are willing to give brands that they perceive as being doing good, m- more space and, 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 and more creative freedom to, to enjoy whatever comes out of it. I think some brands struggle, they try and be too wacky and out there, and it, it, I, I think it can feel a bit like of a clash against their culture. But I think, I think you know, by out behaving, I think that, that opens up your license to, to, to go quite far with your advertising. That well,
1: comes of the permission you were talking about earlier. I yeah, know, I nothing. think you so, seek,
0: yeah. if you seek permission by mm-hmm. behaving and, you, and and the story behind your brand is right, mm. I think yeah, you were talking about Oatly earlier. Yeah, I think that's the brand that's perceived as uh, as doing good. It's about yeah. you know it's about reducing you know there's there's problems around dairy farming and, mm. and animal welfare etc cetera, etc. Cetera, that allows a brand like Oatly to come up with some quite wacky creative Mm. concepts because at heart people understand that they that they have a good nature and it's not intended as anything negative so i think yeah it 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 opens you up to being you know probably more sarcastic and uh, within your advertising without Mm. offending
2: yeah Adrian, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thanks thank very much. So
0: much for having me. It's been great. Cheers.
2: B2B Marketing The Provocative Truth is brought to you by Allen Agency. To find out more, head to allen-agency.com. You can stream B2B Marketing The
1: Provocative Truth on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else great podcasts are found. And don't forget to click subscribe to ensure you don't miss out on any future episodes. On behalf of
2: the team here at Allen, thanks for listening.